Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is September 22nd, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can always reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats, starting off with Bitcoin settling at $10,484.90 for a 0.3% gain. Second place, Ethereum settling at $340.71 for a 1.4% loss. Third place, USDT, Tether settling at $1 for a 0.1% loss. Fourth place, XRP, Ripple settling at $0.23 for a 0.3% loss. Fifth place, Bitcoin Cash settling at $216.90 for a 1.5% gain. Sixth place, Polkadot settling at $4.09 for a 0.4% gain. 7th place, Binance Coin, settling at $23.74 for a 0.8% gain. 8th place, Chainlink, settling at $8.38 for a 6% loss. 9th place, Crypto.com Coin, settling at $0.15 for a 0.2% loss. 10th place, Litecoin, settling at $44.34 for a 1.7% gain. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall market cap is at $335.3 billion with a no gain, no loss, apparently. So let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Don't forget to collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Saryuwa Malwa. Three Iranian power plants will soon be mining Bitcoin. Three major power plants in Iran will soon offer their energy output exclusively for Bitcoin mining. The country's thermal power plant holding company announced on Monday as per report on local news outlet Tehran Times. Irani power plant receives benefits and subsidies from the government on their fuel supply, which are in turn used to produce power. And while they were earlier barred from mining cryptocurrencies, a new ruling in July allowed power plants to engage in the business, albeit after getting necessary government approval, licenses, and complying with the tariffs set for crypto mining. The TPPH now wants a slice of the pie. It said it will soon offer a tender for the electricity output of three power plants for the purpose of Bitcoin mining. The necessary equipment has been installed in three power plants of Raymond Neca and Shahid Montazeri. And the auction documents will be uploaded on the Setadiran.ir website in the near future, said TPPH head Mohsen Tarstalab. Tarstalab said that the sale of electricity to Bitcoin miners presented a new stable way of generating profits in the electricity sector. He adds the three power plants will only be used will 
only use their expansion turbines for the purpose of Bitcoin mining, which uses natural gas to produce power plant and is cheaper is a cheaper alternative to liquid fuels like like gas oil. That's crazy. First of all, like how can a home miner compete against a power plant? That's that, that's how. See, that, I don't know if if you cryptonauts understand the massive amount of energy that's being utilized to make this happen. It's crazy how much power is being used to to make the Bitcoin network secure. We have power plants, power plants, mining Bitcoin. Crazy. Next news written by Daniel Phillips. Avalanche token price rises 10x since 42 million ICO. Oh, I just noticed my, my microphone's not plugged in. Oh, well, I apologize, listeners. Um, I'm sure the information's still good. Uh, so we're just going to continue. Avalanche, a platform used for launching interoperable DeFi applications, has just seen a dramatic surge in activity after a recent exchange listing. The Avalanche token, AVAX, is now trading at $5.40, more than 10 times its initial coin offering price at $0.50, cents, but it appears to be declining somewhat after hitting a peak of $6.97 earlier today. The platform launched its main it just last it just yesterday, after more than 16 months of preparation for the completion of three test nets. The com- this comes shortly after Avalanche was listed on Binance, currently the world's largest cryptocurrency spot exchange by trading volume. Deposits for AVA and for other trading pairs, AVAX slash BTC, AVAX slash BNB, AVAX slash BUSD, and AVAX slash USDT are now live. Alright, so, okay, so if you have some Avalanche coin, now you know where to go. Hit up Binance. Um... Next news, written by Sharyuwa Malwa. Oh, by the way, please leave me a comment if, if my audio does really sound that bad, uh, or is it acceptable? Give me like a one to five, five being amazing, one being horrible, all right? So, all right, next news, written by Sharyuwa Malwa. Oh, and make sure you leave it in Discord, please. I'd, I'd appreciate it. Uh, next news, Sharyuwa Malwa says, members of... Bitcoin Ransom Gang, the Dark Overlord, arrested. The U.S. Department of Justice, DOJ, sentenced UK national Nathan Watt to five years in prison after this week, uh, in prison this week after he pleaded guilty to being a member of the notorious the Dark Overlord hacker outfit, according to court documents. The Dark Overlord stole, stole medical records, client files, and personal information from the U.S. companies before demanding over $75,000 and $300,000 worth of Bitcoin to return that information as per the filing. The firm allegedly hacked video sharing giant Netflix in 2017, among other high-profile Bitcoin companies and hospitals over the years. Watts' role noted the document was to contact victims, usually the executives at victim companies, via phone and email and demand a Bitcoin ransom after their data was compromised. In some cases, he even threatened family members with sensitive information belonging to the victims. One such mail to a victim's daughter reads, Maybe you're just a dumb rich girl who doesn't understand the dangers here. I'm going to try, Shells. She may have an IQ. Stay hot. But Watt's criminal career did not last long. He was identified as being part of the Dark Overlord after using phone numbers registered in his name to contact some of the victims. This led to his arrest in the UK in 2017, after which... 
he was extradited to the U.S. to face charges in 2019. Come on, man. That's the first thing you learn being a criminal. Use a burner phone. You always use a burner phone. I mean, they're only like $20, $25. Come on. You're, you're asking for $300,000? I'm sure you can afford $25 for a burner phone. Come on now. Next news, written by Scott Cipollina. Vincent Files, crypto industry condemns global systemic failure. The crypto industry has denounced the failings of governments and regulators after the Vincent Files exposed mass global corruption and a toothless regulatory environment. The world's biggest banks and large financial centers have been implicated in a lit- litany of scandals, including HSBC allegedly moved, moving millions of stolen funds and London reportedly giving Russian mobsters safe haven for their dirty money. Crypto pundits have taken notice, criticizing the very foundation of the global financial system. What is in question today is the legitimacy and even competence of the governments and regulators. Juan, Juan Llanos, compliance executive and advisor at crypto focus firms, Juan Llanos advisors, advisors told Decrypt. Llanos added that the FinCEN files were the result of a global systemic failure that has to do with poor design, distorted incent, uh, incentives, and our flawed human nature. Getting regulated by a broken system. With faith in the integrity and regulations and their enforcement seemingly hit a new low, crypto enthusiasts have drawn a line in the sand between their camp and traditional finance. F Banks, Enter Bitcoin, tweeted Pavel Rusnak, co founder and CTO of Satoshi Labs. This frustration also portrays a loss of patience. Before the FinCEN files, other major financial leaks like the Panama Papers and Paradise Papers made it obvious financial crimes was rampant, yet, there has not been enough progress in keeping dirty money out of the system. The main point is to apply criminal law to criminals, irrespective of them working in large institutions or not. Ingo Fiedler, co-founder of Blockchain Research Labs, told Decrypt. The fine lines that bank had to pay for the past money laundering scandals was usually smaller than the profits the banks made from processing the illicit flows, added Fiedler, saying that it is high time the, the criminal law is finally applied to such cases and the responsible bankers go to prison. Crypto roles in the fight against corruption. For some, defense and files are, rem- are a reminder of the blockchain technology's role in fighting financial crime. The digital flow of information and smart contract technology are two examples of useful tools the crypto space has in the fight against corruption. Cryptocurrency's inherent transparency combined with blockchain analysis makes detecting, reporting, and investigation financial crimes more efficient. Jesse Spiro, head of the policy at Chainalysis, told Decrypt, adding that this kind of transparency isn't possible in traditional asset classes. Wow, sounds like a lot of people are mad. Next news, written by Adriana Hamacher. Bitcoin-backed Ethereum token TBTC launches for the second time. Bitcoin-backed Ethereum token TBTC gets its long-awaited release today. Thesis, the developer of the the Keep Network and TBTC, claims it offers the safest way yet for holders of the world's most popular cryptocurrency to access Ethereum's $8 million decentralized finance site. $8 million? It's not $8 million. Somebody must have proved this again. Adriana Hamacher. Ooh, Adriana Hamacher. Ah... Ethereum's $8 million decentralized finance sector and earned investments. I, I believe it's $8 billion. Let's double check that. Um, 
It's actually technically, uh, wow, it's, it's actually 12 billion. <laughs> Crazy. Alright, where are we at? Oh no, did I lose my spot? Oh no. No, where am I? Ah. There I am. Okay. Decentralized finance sector and earn on their investment. The San Francisco Venture Studio has taken a polar approach to the live fast die young mantra that's seen in many promising young DeFi projects fail. Only now, after one failed launch, three audits, and months in development, does Thesis CEO Matt Luongo consider that the project is safe enough to have achieved its most important metrics? It's really about not just bringing Bitcoin and Ethereum, but also Bitcoiners to Ethereum and doing it in a way that's consistent with the values of decentralization, he told Decrypt on a recent call. Bridging the chasm between Bitcoin and Ethereum. As the amount of Bitcoin transferred to Ethereum has increased, so too has have concerns regarding centralization and the role played by the three top transfer solutions. There are plenty of projects that enable a bridge between Bitcoin and Ethereum, with many people already using them. Over 100,000 Bitcoin, or roughly $1 billion, is locked up in Ethereum at the time of writing, mainly on WBTC, another so-called cross-chain protocol or bridge. Ethereum co-founded Vitalik Buterin is among those who have called for better security. I continue to be worried about the fact that these wrapped BTC bridges are trusted, he tweeted last month. Like its rivals, TBDC allows users to mint or exchange Bitcoins for a replica or, or wrapped token pegged to the value of the original coin. The resulting Ethereum-compatible ERC-20 token can be used on DeFi platforms to unlock lending on Compound and MakerDAO, for instance, or to tinker with high-yielding meme tokens. A $193 billion opportunity, crypto analytics firm, firm Misari is among those who have pointed out the extent of the opportunity at stake. The amount of Bitcoin that's been tokenized to date represents but a tiny percentage of the dominant cryptocurrency's $193 billion market. Even a fraction more would be a major catalyst for an emerging DeFi market. Thesis and Lungao, Lungo are no strangers to crypto and are behind Bitcoin reward platforms. Bold. TBTC has the support of dozens of industry partners, and the Keep project has now raised a total of $22 million to launch TBTC from investors such as Paradigm and Anderson Harowitz. Alright. Okay, so let's see, scroll on down. Wow, there's a lot here. Scrolling on. Whoa, there's a lot here. Wow. Uh, Lungo is also keen to eat his own dog food. He's happy to put his own Bitcoin into TBTC. I'm going to put it all in, he said. He said, I want to have skin in the game. Like, I need to keenly feel user pain. And the best way to do that is to be a user, to be in the same boat. It's undeniable that with TBTC, Thesis and Lungo have pulled out all the stops. They've produced an open source, decentralized, incentivized, insured, thrice audited protocol that replicates Bitcoin holdings on Ethereum and spits out liquidity rewards as well as for other benefits if it succeed if it's succeeds succeeds if it succeeds tbtc could stand besides bitcoin a lasting legacy just don't say anything about blowing up bridges okay next news written by liam frost litecoin transactions skyrocket as lightbringer game takes off what really that's cool okay after rapid growth for the past few days, the number of daily transactions on the Litecoin 
blockchain has reached over 130,000 today. And all thanks to Lightbringer, a decentralized fantasy game that officially launched on September 15th. Transactions are exploding on the Litecoin blockchain. This is due to a Lightbringer game, but the best part about it is everyone playing the game has to learn about LTC and use as a currency. You cannot play unless you have some lights. Litecoin team member John Moore tweeted today. According to Decentralized Applications, Dapbrainer, Lightbringer has already claimed the ninth place among the top blockchain games with a 2,584% increase in player base since its official launch on September 15th. Wow, that's just a few days ago. In the days prior to the game's release, the number of daily Litecoin transactions hovered around roughly 35,000 to 50,000. Wow. Wow. So Lightbringer's really bringing it to the house, huh? While recording, re, while recording every in-game move as a transaction may be seen as spamming the blockchain, Litecoin Foundation's project director David Schwartz, Schwartz argued that the recent increase in transactions count actually benefits the network. So has the Litecoin blockchain benefited from the increase in transactions but decreased in median LTC value. Yes, Lightbringer from Sipsoft has brought additional attention and usage of LTC through micro via legitimate gaming. Microtransactions via le legitimate gaming, tweeted Schwartz. Bringing the light. Lightbringer has been in development since 2018 by Sipsoft, a studio best known for browsing game Tibia Online, that launched back in 1997 and still has active players. At the time of writing, more than 7,600 users were online. Sipsoft's latest project is an idle fantasy role playing game, a genre mobile gamers. Are quite familiar with. This means that most of, most of the time players assign tasks to their fantasy adventures, for example, to go on a quest or mine resources and wait for them to finish. Alright, scrolling on down, let's see, here we go. Um, speaking of Decrypt, Lightbringer's community manager Constantine noted that while it's obvious, obviously too early to make any long-term predictions at this point, the team behind the project hopes that it can help promote the adoption of blockchain and cryptocurrencies beyond the decentralization community. It is one of our main goals to reach people beyond the blockchain community. We don't want to create and demonstrate just another use case for cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. We want to make an, an intricate, well-crafted game, he said. Ethereum's transaction fees are getting out of hand lately, making its steps too costly for average usage and creating a golden opportunity for Litecoin. Well, bravo. Bravo, Sipsoft. Bravo. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Bitfinex adds support for bigger Lightning payment channels. Crypto exchange Bitfinex has launched support for wider Bitcoin Lightning Network payment channels dubbed Wumbo that bypass the hard-coded capacity limitation and standard, standard ones, according to an announcement today. At launch, Bitfinex has opened three Wumbo channels with each having a capacity of five Bitcoin. The exchange said these are the network's biggest channels so far. That's a good thing or a bad thing. The reason developers have a cap on it. Well, let's see. Let me read it. Let me let, let's see. It might, it might explain it in the news article. Um, Bitfinex sees huge huge potential in the large channels, so we are bringing the Wumbo channel support to Bitfinex Lightning nodes. Said the announcement, adding that they will give our users the ability to to deposit and withdraw large amounts of Bitcoin quickly and cheaply, thus allowing them to take advantage of trading opportunities. How does Wumbo improve Lightning? The Lightning Network, Network is a second-layer solution built on top of the block, uh, Bitcoin blockchain that processes Bitcoin transactions off-chain. It's designed to make cheaper and faster transactions, hence the name. 
It's Lightning, Lightning's early early days when the network was still young. The developers intentionally limited how much Bitcoin could be kept inside a Lightning payment channel, 0.1677 BTC to be precise, to discourage node operators from holding large amounts of Bitcoin in a single channel or on a single node. Today, as Lightning becomes more mature, this limitation is slowly turning into a relic of the past. To bypass it, so-called Wumbo channels have been created, allowing nodes to service large, larger transactions and higher volumes, according to developers Lightning, Na- Lightning Labs. Okay, so I, that's okay. I didn't know that. Awesome. I knew there was a cap on it. I didn't know that it was removed. Okay. The exchange adds added that there's that this support will also allow retailers and service providers to expand the range of applications they can build as well as goods and services they can offer. This is particularly thanks to the Wumble channel's ability to reduce on-chain fees and overhead, requ- overhead required to support a larger number of smaller channels. With this support, the general public will have the ability to operate channels up to 2 Bitcoin capacity with either our nodes. A number of initial retailers and wallet providers like BitRefill, Lightning Markets, and Lightning Labs will have the ability to open channels of up to 5 Bitcoin capacity. Bitfinex adds, Look, looks like Lightning is getting faster. Ooh, awesome. Cool, that's awesome for Lightning. <clears throat> Next news, written by Scott Cipollina. Bloomberg Intelligence Analysis calls Bitcoin a standout asset. Let's take a sip here. What are we drinking today? We are drinking peach tea, raspberry peach tea, or razzleberry peach tea. Mike McGlone, senior commodity strategist at Bloomberg, examined Bitcoin's potential upside on Twitter today. He described Bitcoin as a standout fixed supply asset that is set to be a primary beneficiary of equity and bond prices. McGlone has previously spoken about how Bitcoin and the stock market related to each other. Cryptocurrency typically does not have much of an effect on equity prices, he has said, but Bitcoin does stand to benefit from any stimulus caused by the stock uh, stock market trades extending beyond their usual timeline. Okay, scroll on down. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's a lot here. Okay, this is another long one. Uh, McGlonan also said that uh, quantitative easing, juxtaposed with a tightening Bitcoin supply, will maintain adoption and demand as the two primary prices variables for the crypto assets. This is similar to gold, something that institutions have noticed. Bitcoin is digital gold, harder, stronger, faster, and smarter than any money that has preceded it. MicroStrategy communicated in a statement explaining their outlook on the crypto asset. Among other advantages, Bitcoin was touted as appealing due to its brand recognition, ecosystem vitality, and network dominance. These selling points, particularly brand recognition, are hallmarks of why investors have typically been attracted to gold. And while quantitative easing might sound anathema, anathema, I never heard that word, anathema to some of the crypto space. If McGlone is right, Bitcoin's price outlook will be influenced by quantitative easing, and there could be more of that to come. Anathema. A-N-A-T-H-E-M-A. Anathema. Anathema. I want to look that up later on. Copy. Paste that here. 
Next, okay, we'll look at that later. I don't know what that is. And Next news, right by the Defiant. Here's why a meme coin soared during a market sell-off. It was a sea of red in the market yesterday, but while Ether slid by almost 10% and all the DeFi tokens plunged even deeper, one project astonished the crypto world, accelerating the 10x increase it has seen in the last seven days. Meme. A ticker most would pass off as a pump and dump, but is there more than meets the eye? The concept follows the road of coin pairing on DEX protocols like Uniswap, which allows traders to park funds and earn part of the trading fees generated from volume on the pair. In this case, you would provide ETH slash meme liquidity on Uniswap. Along with fees, you can earn points for staking in the meme protocol, which are redeemable for meme NFTs or scarce non-fungible tokens tied to unique crypto-based designs. The release of these these rare exclusive items generate a frenzy similar to that seen in streetwear's hyper beast culture. Increased demand. The proposition of fees alone is strong, but adding an arbitrary asset that has a limited supply gets people fighting for it, which increases the value of these NFTs. Increased interest in these unique tokens in the past week with Yearn Finance co-founder Andre Kronji buying an NFT based on himself and the project's collaboration with emerging digital artist Seven Eberwin drove demand and pushed meme past 1000 on Sunday. Crypto exchange Polonix listed the token Monday spurring further gain even as the broader markets don't. Ah, yes. Strong hand, there are currently around 2200 tokens holders for meme. Blockbuster sales. A scarce card called Legendary depicted Andre Kronji sold for 48 ETH. For example, while a legendary Sergi Nazarov sold for 78 ETH on the secondary market. Wow. How's that for a bonus within 15 to 20 days of staking? That's crazy. Temporary hype. Some will say this is all due to a temporary hype. In most case, case, cases, a project does extremely well, sells out its initial phase of NS, M, NFTs, and people move on to the next shiny thing. Okay. Let's see. Uh, rewards portal. Will this sustain? In my opinion, it has the potential to. The key is to provide a strong enough reward portal, i.e. famous artist collabs, rare NFTs, or they can even partner up with projects outside of the digital art world and provide virtual lands or game assets. The possibilities are endless. Risk. What are the risks? Traditionally, we have seen new projects boom and fall flat. Usually, it's due to a bug in the contract or a rug pull, i.e. the founders quickly cash out their initial shares of community tokens, similar to what happened to with SushiSwap. But for me, 93% of tokens are distributed equally across the community. The rest are locked in a liquidity pool with keys thrown away. So there's no way to rug pull. Considering all this is happening within Uniswap protocol, there being a bug in the process is highly unlikely. Alright, we'll leave it at that. Right, next news, uh, written by Robert Stevens. Police seize millions in crypto, cash, and drugs in Darknet bust. The U.S. Department of Justice announced the results of a darknet market bust. So far, law enforcement have arrested 179 people and seized $6.5 million in crypto and cash, 500 kilograms of drugs, and 63 firearms. In our operation, Disrupt Tor, a play on words, Tor is a privacy-first browser that acts as a gateway to the dark web. 
Law enforcement used information obtained from the takedown of the darknet market, Wall Street market, in May 2019 to trace criminals. The operation is a joint strike from Europol and the DOJ's Joint Criminal Opioid and Darknet Enforcement Team, JCODE, or JCODE. The following, uh, following the threads from the seized data, the two agencies apprehended the drug dealers. They seized $6.5 million in crypto and cash, 500 kilograms in drugs, 274 kilograms of which was seized in the U.S., and the 63 guns. Authorities arrested 123 people, 123 North Americans, including two in Canada, and a further 58 in Europe. In Germany, authorities arrested 42. Wow, that was a pretty big one, then, huh? That was a pretty big one. Dark Dot Bale, a pseudonymous journalist who covers darknet markets, said that the DOJ had overplayed the importance of the bust. They tweeted today: International law enforcement coordinated for nine months to seize less firearms than at a Trump rally. <laughs> wow, less money than HSBC launders in a day. Dark net markets are, after all, very tiny in the grand scheme of things, the research said. Market revenues is an insignificant rounding error in the global drug economy. Why do governments invest so much energy in hunting tour users? The tour research hoisted. Market data from blockchain analysis firm Chainalysis shows that about $4 million worth of Bitcoin came from darknet markets in the past week alone. In addition, darknet services and their users hold 512,892 Bitcoin or $5 billion. This is 1,000 times more than authorities seized on the bus. It's safe to assume many of these people didn't encrypt their shipping addresses or low-hanging fruit for law enforcement to call it a huge operation, tweeted Dark.Fail. Well, <laughs> I call it a big bust, uh, but yeah, I mean, I see your point. I see your point. <clears throat> Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Oh, we need to take another sip of our raspberry peach, peach tea. So Robert Stevens writes, Stable coins like Tether are confusing, says European Central Bank. The European Central Bank said today that the, that the term stablecoin can be confusing, even misleading. That's because there are different types of stablecoins, said the bank, which use different stability methods to maintain their price. What's more, these cryptocurrencies are vulnerable to attack, and their widespread adoption could break the global market, its crypto asset task force wrote in a paper published today. The European Central Bank research, researchers identified three types of stablecoins. First, up are stablecoins such as Tether, Crypto uh, simul Simulacrums, or Fiat Equivalents that lets you trade US dollars without leaving the crypto ecosystem. Then there are stablecoins that are used to replace fiat currencies such as digital euros or dollars. And finally, there are stablecoins that are used as alternative store of value, i.e. holding Tether as a store of value for the US dollar. But the second kind, this digital euro idea, and the one that the ECB is contemplating could give rise to financial stability risk if its use became widespread and its integration within the financial markets angled beyond repair. Financial stability risk doesn't sound stable at all. This claims the ECB could occur because of the liquidity run. The idea is this. Put up some regular fiat euro as collateral for some digital crypto euros. 
if its holders believed that the actual euro would lose its value, then the people would redeem the crypto euros for real euros and dump the real ones on the market. Put another way, the European Central Bank believes that stablecoins in general could have a wide-ranging negative impact on the economy. The bank also thinks that the nebulous term ought to be abandoned altogether, as regulatory principles are established and approaches are and approaches are defined. The term stablecoin should be replaced by a choice of termino terminology to shift the emphasis away from the issuer's promise of stability. news written by the defiant yam finally finds fertile grounds after successful rebase yam is an experiment in rebasing cryptocurrencies plus token incentives to drive liquidity plus full on-chain governance plus a dao like treasury managed by token holders it's also testing the power of the emoji in august 11th launch immediately attracted hundreds of millions of dollars and a fierce community rallying around the project but a bug which rendered governance impossible was found in the unaudited code two days later, prompting it to raise funds for an audit and relaunch an improved version. Yesterday, it passed its first test. Target peg. It targets peg of 1 YUSD, which it tries to achieve by adjusting or rebasing its supply whenever the price of yam is above $1.55 YUSD. Supplied expands to lower the price, and when the price is below 0.95 cents, supply contracts to raise it. <clears throat> when supply expands, Yam's treasury mints 10% of the rebase amount and sells it to the Yam slash YUSD pool in Uniswap. In other words, it buys YUSD, which gets deposited in the treasury and it manages and managed by token holders. The project also directs 1% of inflows into the treasury to Gitcoin grants funding Ethereum public goods. Alright, leave it at that. Next news written by Andrew Hayward. Crypto Kitties Flow blockchain could soon get a million new users. What? Animoca Brands announced today that it will bring its Stargirl and MotoGP games to Flow. I love Flow. The blockchain platform created by CryptoKitties and NBA Top Shot developers Dapper Labs. Dapper Labs is also amazing. MotoGP, we already knew about. As the official li officially licensed motorbike racing game will utilize the recently announced Rev token, which it shared with the official officially licensed F1 Delta Time game and another as yet unannounced licensed racing game. However, Stargirl is a totally new announcement. Animoca's Stargirl series spans multiple free-to-play mobile games which let users which, which lets players collect and wear in-game apparel, apparel, shop, date, and pursue various career paths. Okay, scrolling on down. I want to see here we go. Animoca Brands was a part of the group that invested a total of $15 million in Dapper Labs in a November 20, 2018 Series A fund. See, I didn't know about Dapper Labs until this year, earlier this year, <clears throat> from, one of the, um, uh, from one of the games that I play, uh, blockchain games that I play. Um, yeah. Let's see. Last week, Dapper Labs announced a pair of stablecoin partnerships for Flow. Finance's BUSD will be added to Flow in a permissionless manner, allowing developers to harness it within decentralized games and apps. Meanwhile, Circle's USD coin will be used on Flows to settle credit and debit card payments. 
awesome, 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 awesome. That's going to be a big company. Massive. Next news written by Matthew DeSalvo. A Bitcoin ETF finally launches in Bermuda. A cryptocurrency exchange traded fund ETF has landed in Bermuda. The Bermuda Stock Exchange, BSX, announced Friday that it has approved the Hashdex NASDAQ Crypto Index ETF on its trading platform. This ETF is a joint venture with Hashdex, a Brazil-based fund manager and American stock exchange, NASDAQ. And uh, the announcement comes after U.S. companies have struggled for years to get a Bitcoin ETF. Last year, the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, rejected a proposal from Bitwise Asset Management for a cryptocurrency ETF, saying such a market didn't exist. And while Europe has several crypto exchange traded products, it doesn't have a crypto exchange traded fund. Okay. The cryptocurrency ETF on BSX will cover a portfolio of cryptocurrencies and blockchain-based assets that are tracked by the NASDAQ Crypto Index, according to an explanatory document. Some 3 million Class E shares will be available to trade on the hashtag NASDAQ Crypto Index at $1,000 per share, according to the announcement. It is not yet clear which cryptocurrencies will be represented. Bermuda, a British overseas territory in an Atlantic Ocean, is an increasing crypto-friendly nation. This month, the government announced it is testing a stablecoin. A proposed bank, Jewel, is working on becoming the first bank of digital assets on the archipelago. It, that's it. it looks like it. Um, it looks like somebody didn't finish writing this art. Who wrote this again? Matthew DeSalvo. Oh, looks like he just kind of just it. That's the last word. It. It what? It what? Come on. He didn't finish the news article. It. Oh well. Next news. Written by Jeff Benson. Coinbase's Rosetta adds a Bitcoin implementation to attract devs. In June, when San Francisco-based cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase unveiled a blockchain integration toolkit called Rosetta, it vowed to expand it out to Bitcoin and Ethereum. It started to make a started to make good on that promise. Today, it's sh- it's shared Rosetta Bitcoin, an implementation of Rosetta that makes it possible to integrate features that aren't possible on the Bitcoin Core client. Rosetta is an open-source project spearheaded by Coinbase and supported by blockchain projects such as Filecoin, Celo, and Blockstack. Because each Bitcoin or because each blockchain is written differently, developers face challenges when creating products that are meant to work on multiple chains. Rosetta represents an ongoing attempt to standardize the format for what are currently idiosyncratic processes. It streamlines developments of cross-blockchain applications such as block explorers, wallets, and dApps. According to Coinbase, over 20 blockchain products are implementing Rosetta, but not Bitcoin. Let's see, scrolling down, let's see, but, no, hold on. According to the announcement, Rosetta Bitcoin provides access to all these features, requires no configuration by default, and can be started with a single command. Rosetta Tech lead Patrick O'Grady told Decrypt that the Coinbase-led team is consistently looking to refine Rosetta and review community con- contributions that make it as easy as possible for devs who aren't steep, steeped in Bitcoin or blockchain to get into blockchain development. 
running some sort of business on Bitcoin has historically involved running an indexer and a custom wallet to create a signed transaction with offline keys, he said. Rosetta, Bitcoin, Rosetta slash Bitcoin makes it easy for any developer to do. But it's also a good tool for developers with more exposures to Web 3.0. For existing blockchain devs curious about Rosetta, what better way to illustrate the core concept than to showcase how it works for Bitcoin, he said. O'Grady indicated that this is just the beginning. The team would like to see the community contributions that allow lightning support and other features. Alright, Krypton Mass, we are done! We are done for the day! That is awesome! So, I'm actually going to pause and I'm going to look up that word. Hold on. Alright, so the word A-N-A-T-H-E-M-A is... Anathema. 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 Noun. Plural. Anathema. A person or thing detested or loathed. Two. A person or thing. Accursed or co-signed to damnation or destruction. Three. A formal S. What? Okay. A curse. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Anathema. 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 Alright, Cryptonauts, with that said, there's a few refer links. Check them out. Um, and I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.